This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. I am your host, John Reed. Got my other host here with me. Hi, Kira Materos here. Happy to be back. And this week we are, as you know, the DRIVE podcast. We kind of go through and we talk about that acronym DRIVE. Each week is something different. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, and everyone. We're on victory this week. And so one of the things about victory is we wanted to showcase some things that are just some awesome things that are taking place across the district. So a lot of these victory episodes, we're going to be talking to Hawthorne teachers and just kind of finding out like what's going on in their classrooms. What ideas do they have for the future? You know, whether it's tech related or not, I I'm the tech guy. So I always love to talk tech, but even if it's not tech related, we just want to kind of talk about some of the victories that are going on across our schools. So this week is victory. We've got Sam Jaramillo from middle school South. Uh, Sam is our teacher. Tell us a little bit about your story here at Hawthorne. I've been here for 21 years now. Oh, hello everyone. I have worked in four different buildings. Throughout my 21 years, I've done art, a little bit of ESL. Oh, now it's ELL. Uh, That's how I started off in one year of industrial technology. Why don't you tell me a little bit about some of the projects that you're working on? Because you and I have talked, you know, just over the course of the last several years and stuff, talking about how to incorporate more technology into art and things like that. We've gotten a a couple of times, we've gotten some extra iPad Pro, put in your art classes that we've been able to kind of pilot and use and see what we can do with those. So tell me a little bit about some of the projects that kids are doing right now in your class. Right now, how I have my classroom structured is it's basically the method of choice based. So I give them a list of projects and they get to pick their projects and then I separate them in, in, in state groups. And that's how they collaborate or talk and I go around and do check-ins with them and help them and demonstrate while they're together. Throughout the course, when they're done with one, they move on to another project and another station. And some of these projects involve wheel throwing. For those that don't know, it's pottery that you mold in a, in a wheel that spins very fast. It does get messy. <laughs> it is, it's fun. Wheel messy. I never heard it called that before. Yeah. And then we have, uh, if you've seen the movie, Goat. Yes, of course. Oh. Who has it? Hey. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Great movie. And then we have in the clay genre, we have a mug making. So they make monster mugs. They sculpt faces, gesture faces, if they like. We give them the option. Cardboard relief. We use cardboard to create, construct a, an iconic portrait. Pixel art that I teach all across. Every student in this building knows how to, by the end of the school year, knows how to use pixel art. And what it is, is Photoshop, but it's free online so they can use it wherever they want with some restrictions because they want you to register obviously Mm -hmm. so and then when i teach printmaking that i teach them how to create their concept that i tell them hey then you work for hallmark you're creating a card it's card about thank you invitation and then they basically just sketch it out and then they create it and print make it and stamp it on the card take it home that's one of the things I love about your classes. Any other time that I've stopped in your class, just kind of like seeing what the kids are doing and how it connects to the real world. Yeah. Things that they could do. Because I know you've done stuff personally in the yeah. past where you've used your art skills as part of a business. And yeah. you know, 
had a t-shirt business before. And yeah, this but is that was awesome. yeah. <laughs> uh, for the but that's that's one of the things I've always loved about your class because I remember as a kid we lived in England for a few years and I was there and my art teacher, all she ever wanted us to do was like still life portraits. She had bowls of fruit and she had guitars and she had it and that's all we got to paint. Or she took photos of birds at trees. That's all we ever got to do. So when I come into your classroom. Every single time I come in and I'm like, I wish I could be a middle school kid again, because I would love to do, I'd love to learn Photoshop at, at the middle school yeah. level, because I didn't do that until high school or college. Same here. You know, I would love to do more of this real world kind of stuff that could actually get used for something right. later on. My still life's were okay. <laughs> it never got used beyond. Well, and I'm so intrigued by like even your cardboard project, like, because yeah. I've been seeing a lot of, obviously, people wanting to stay green and new that's, things that's one of the products that they've already used and making it into art is just amazing yeah. when you see art so if you saw that before i have that one is not the one that outside is not the, the relief that is mm -hmm. actually we use cardboard instead of paper because we're recycling as a, a our canvas so they do pastel study of an eye and then you can actually see the texture they rip it and just give it Get some vibe to it. It sounds amazing. It really does. So, and just feel bad for all the people listening and not sitting in here. But as I look around this room and see all of the artwork, like I just want to sit and stare like all after. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. Hope it, I hope it keeps them. Hopefully it keeps them up. And I use it for, for examples because whatever I teach, I do practice. And I, and I have fun with it. And are they like I hear you say choice, and we talk about innovation right. is about giving kids a choice and voice. And so with middle schoolers, I could see some coming in like I don't want to draw, I can't draw, I can't paint. But tell us a little bit about choice and how that helps get them going or get them into it. So that's exactly first thing they say to me when they come in here. Some of the students that. We call them not talented in the art. And I don't use that word talent because I don't believe to be artistic, you have to have the talent. Thank you're, God. <laughs> you're born creative. Mm -hmm. um, you're, 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 you're learning that talent. It's like me, like Michael Jordan this is a lesson. He's going to shoot that free throw a thousand times. He's going to make it. We consider him a very talented player. If you paint that painting hundred times or, or that same technique hundred times, we're going to consider you a talent. You already get better. Yeah. Get better. So it's all that I tell us is just experiencing and learning from mistakes and repeating if you really love it. Mm -hmm. So when they come in, I, if they want to experiment and learn and take risks, they pick projects they've never done. Yeah. Now, if it's a student that they love to draw, they just want to stay focused on shading. All those technical, those simple techniques, then we build on their level and move them up to the next level. Okay. It's building on their foundation that they have. Mm -hmm. So that's how I teach my class. And sometimes, let's just say uh, they, they're very vocal. They want it. They're, they're energetic. Okay. And they, 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 really? they, they can't focus on one. So those are the projects that they work together with other students, like collaborative projects, like. I'm working right now on a mosaic, hopefully using small feet. I have those kids sit there and they talk. They, they're very interactive with each other. I have projects, I not, not for, I'm trying my hardest to get everyone to experience something in the arts and they can catch it, grasp it, and use it for the rest of their life. 
It's very interesting how you said, like, I always think of an artist as an individual, like sitting alone, painting, throwing it out, trying again. But it's it's something new that you're just making me think about is how our artists also collaborate. Right. And that I don't I haven't thought about that. And that is where my future, because technically this is my second year here because, you know, the whole situation now in person that eventually my classroom will be more like a student will ask, well, why are we doing this? And and they respond by, they can respond or another child can respond to him because it's career based. I'm going to use this when I leave somewhere or another in my job or the, like example, mosaic. You can be, if you love doing, creating mosaics, you can do that for gosh, churches. You can do that for malls. You can do that. I mean, it, I'm trying to have my students understand that we don't just paint because of the beautiful colors. Why are we painting? Where are we going to use this? That's a mess. Yeah. Who are we going to change those weapons? So selfishly, I'm going to ask a question about technology. I know that you've used and we've kind of incorporated a little bit more technology in your class. I know years ago in some of our art rooms, we had like a bay of computers and we had some tablets with styluses that you could use. We've kind of switched from that. The computers got old and it had to be taken out. We've kind of switched to, you've got some iPad pros yeah. in your class now, but tell me a little bit about like the kids are doing all of these great projects. What are some of the ways that you have been able to use technology to even like take that to the next level. How do I take the next level? Yeah, like what are some yeah. of you, you use? Well, that by the character? way, I love the iPad. Great. Students in my class right now, I use Procreate. They love it. It's it's very hard to get them off of it because, <laughs> because it's so easy, okay? They have many options. They can go many ways with it. They can actually, instead of using paper, want to go all green, they can do a digital email it to their friends or whatever. They can go from a sketch, from their sketch on a digital pad to a painting in minutes, just with the brushes that they 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 provide. And I do have, like, these are some of the, because I didn't get there, There's these are the some of the lessons that I do. Like, I teach symmetry, and it's called symmetry in nature. So they search up an insect, and they basically use it as a reference somewhere that pull it up on the right side of the screen and they start drawing one half. So anything that is drawn on one half is drawn on the other. And I teach them how to shade and all that. And then a little bit more advanced, that's like beginners of Procreate. I do 3D product designs. So they get a 3D object and they can move it around three dimensional and they design like skateboard, they can move it around or a can, let's say, and I tell them, hey, or for Pepsi, they want to come out with new colors. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Tune Me is really fun. They like those, those students that like to do comic character designs that they basically, uh, they take a selfie and then they, they, they can do in sections or they can do the whole selfie and they convert their picture into a cartoon character or, or a villain or a superhero. They, I, I let them go wherever their mind takes them. But of course, I teach them the little technical stuff that they don't know yet. But those are the few. Wow. Yeah. And then what really got me going that I started, I mean, this is, I just had these iPads. This is my first year having them, these pros. I, I'm so used to the old one. I get, this is what I'm learning currently and hopefully integrating it in my classroom. Now there's a 
app called Poly, Polycam. And what you do with that app is you can, it's, it's just like a camera, you hold the camera and you go around your subject matter to say a person's face. You go around top, bottom, you record, and then you shoot that that recording, let it, pro, I, it I don't know what it, I'm learning. <laughs> Just press a button, very simple. It converts it to a three-dimensional wow. image. You can import it to bl Blender mm -hmm. so, or Tinkercad, and you have a, you can 3D print whatever you have recorded. Mm -hmm. So I actually, so one of the projects in my future that I'm thinking is do some self, put in a person or another body of a character and just put a battlehead. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah, very, no, it's very, I love those. Apps. Yeah, it's one of those apps. Sounds yeah, yeah. I, that's one of the apps that I'm learning right now. So. It really does. And it's kind of weird because the people out there don't see what I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> You're moving them around my yeah. face. <laughs> it's also called 3D scanning, too. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, kids have to be like amazed by it. Yeah. I think. I'm so excited. Yeah. Like you, I want to join the class. I know. Can yeah. I come learn? What do you feel like is one of the biggest wins for you when you look back on a year in the art room? It's easy. They're a big smile when they walk out. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're a big smile. I don't need to hear it. I don't, honestly, I, I thank you. Nope. I don't need a, a high five. I don't need that. But when I see some, a child's smile, their grin really high. That's it. Because they're leaving happy. They're leaving happy. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, that's that's the part to me. If they're happy, it's gold. Because, and also, to top it off, put the icing on the cake. <laughs> if they use it forever, they're lost. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sounds really cool. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the D73 Drive podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you?